0: Welcome to the King Peppersnake Show with your host, King Peppersnake himself, Harry J. Riley. Welcome everybody to the King Peppersnake Show. I'm your host, King Peppersnake himself, Harry J. Riley. I hope everybody's had a good couple weeks. It is April 1st, and you know what that means. My CD, Harry J. Raleigh is, King Snake, is out now at all internet stores. I don't have the physical copies right now, but if you want to check it out on iTunes, Spotify, Google Music, radio, I'm just about everything. Everything, any country, just look for it, you can find it. Find it, get it. It's good I have physical copies next week because uh I didn't want to spend the money to have them to me by today that's the honest truth I don't have any shows uh coming up until next week so I thought I could just wait until I get paid and put the and by the time they're in the mail I'll You know, and everything they'll be here right before uh, I have any paid shows. Uh, Do you want to get in contact with us? Why do I keep saying us? This is the fourteenth episode. I keep saying us. I am the only person doing this shit. All right, there's nobody in this room. None of the 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 dogs ain't even in this room. It's just me. All right. If you want to contact me, hit me up. On the King Peppersnake Show at yahoo.com. Or you can hit me up on Twitter at King Peppersnake, Instagram, King Peppersnake, Or you can go to the Facebook page, The King Peppersnake Show. All of that will get to me, and I appreciate each and every letter you type into your phone while you're on the toilet. Now, what have I been doing the past couple of weeks? Not much. So let's just get into what everybody who listens, all the tens of you who listen, this is what you came to hear. Last weekend's box office results. Brought to you by boxofficemojo.com. This is for the week, March 25th through the 26th, 7th, I mean. And number one, with a bullet, ping, pong pow. Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice, with $166 million. Now, who didn't think that was going to be the number one move, even if it sucked ass, which a lot of people claim that it sucked ass. It still made... Triple what the second movie made, which was Zootopia, which is a great movie, but it's been in theaters now for a month and it's still at number two, which 24 million. I think that's pretty good. At number three, My Big Fat Greek Wedding, at n- My Big Fat Greek Wedding 2 at 17.8 million. Sounds about right. Miracles from Heaven at 9 million. And then after that, there's the Divergent series allegiant with 9 million and after that there's no new movies in the top 10 all right there's just batman versus superman and my big fat greek wedding two. um number six is 10 cloverfield lane number seven deadpool number eight london has fallen nine is hello my name is doris and number 10 is risen those are the top 10 movies now let's talk about Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Justice. A lot of people said, that's a terrible movie. Rotten Tomatoes, when I went to go see it uh, last Saturday, Rotten Tomatoes, at that point, (coughs) excuse me, gave it a 35%. And usually I'm like, that's a movie I won't see. But I like superhero movies, you know. They're disguised action movies for me. And I love action movies. But uh, action movies are in the disguise now of superhero movies. You don't really get too many big budget pure action movies. I mean, you have Fast Fast and Furious series and stuff like that. But, you know, you don't have a Commando or... And I think, you know, just a big, dumb action movie. You don't have too many of those uh, anymore with a big budget. So if you are looking for explosions, and people punching each other in the face, you got to go to superhero movies. And uh, I went to go see it and I liked it. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are parts in the movie where you look around and you're like, why is that there? You know, from a story building standpoint, some parts felt disjointed. Uh, I probably should have said this beforehand, but I might spoil um some stuff. So please just uh, fast forward every 30 seconds. and if I still, and if I'm still talking about Batman versus Superman, you can just keep fast forwarding. But there's some um scenes in the movie that just feels like it was there to stretch the runtime out. See, people came to this movie to see Batman versus Superman, but what this movie was supposed to do, it's supposed to be a jump off point for Flash, the Flash movie, for the Aquaman movie, for the Wonder Woman movie, for the Justice League movie. And I think they could have built better ways to to make those movies be uh to 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 get the audience into the fact that this universe is about to uh expand. But they didn't do that. All they they showed you these little like everything all the introduction of these other characters, except for Wonder Woman who's in the movie. If you saw the trailer, you know that Wonder Woman's in the movie. Uh they just showed you on a computer laptop screen. You know, it all and, and, and they show these files, these videos of uh of like Aquaman somewhere and a picture of Wonder Woman from a long time ago, stuff like that. And if you, if you're just watching this movie thinking this is Batman versus Superman, you're like, why is this in this movie? What, why why do we need this? There's also like some dream sequences that just pop up. And the only reason why you know they are dream sequences is because the world looks different than, I take that back. It doesn't even look different. All of a sudden it just cuts to something else. And then when something weird happens, you're like, that's got to be a dream because this movie is kind of anchored in reality a little bit. And I say that in quotes, anchored in reality. Uh, The Batman versus Superman fight was great. Uh, There's kind of a, a secondary part in the movie where things turn and uh, I thought that was pretty cool to see uh, another villain in the movie. This is what I like. This is what I like in superhero movies that movies like like a superhero movie like Superman did not accomplish is that there's one villain. One. There's one big baddie. I mean, you can count two if you count Lex Luthor, but there's another one that they are actually fighting. Inst- instead of like uh, Spider-Man, where like by Spider-Man 3, there was like eight villains, you know, and it makes no sense. And even when they rebooted the movie, um, the second one from the rebooted uh, series with um, the Garfield guy, um, by the second movie, there was like four supervillains. It's like, why? Why does he need that many super? What that tells me is that the writers weren't happy with the uh with just one one supervillain wasn't enough. That you had to have two, three, four to kinda up the odds. And that and to me, that's just that's just silly. You know? Uh I thought Batman vs. Superman was great. I thought um, Gal Gadot, who was Wonder Woman was perfect. I mean, she looks like to me, she looks like a bonier Wonder Woman. She looks like a Wonder Woman who decided I need to lose a couple pounds for publicity purposes. Uh, you know, which, you know, I, you know, if that's the best you could do, that's the best you could do. I'm not saying anything negative about it. I'm just saying that I always thought Wonder Woman was a little more of a of a fit, fitter woman, you know, more meat on her bones. And Gal Gadot is not a meaty person; she's a very uh, bony-looking person. I'm not I'm not saying I would want her to punch me, but uh, she doesn't. Her frame, her face says Wonder Woman. Her frame says uh, Wonder Woman who. Now does CrossFit And eat a lot of kale Uh, Ben Affleck was a great Batman I mean he was a great Batman I'm going to say he was better than uh, Christian Bale And I love those Batman movies You know He 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 brought an intensity to it that I don't think um, Christian Bale did And a lot of people will disagree with that You know But That's, that's what it is. Superman, here's my problem with Superman. The guy they have playing Superman, great. He, you know, he, he looks like how I would imagine a Superman would look. You know, just, you know, just a handsome, chiseled guy. You know, just Superman, you know, just a buff dude. My, my thing is about Superman is Superman is such a boring character. He's super. He's a dude. That's it. He is a superman. That that's he, 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 you can't shoot him. The only thing that weakens him is some glowing green dirt. So if you don't have if you don't have some kryptonite handy, you're screwed. All right. He he's basically he's basically Boy Scout wish fulfillment. That's basically what Superman is. Superman is basically dream that a boy scout had about being able to save kittens and runaway trains and save astronauts all at the same time that's that's what it is and he's not he's not as complicated as a batman or spider-man or wolverine or professor x those people have layers superman doesn't really have any layers I mean, not any, not any of that movie makers have been able to exploit. People have always been able to exploit Batman. Batman is a guy with deep psychological issues. People don't really play on that too much, I think, because you know, Batman usually layered in a uh, in action instead of um, really heavy drama. So I don't think that. Uh, writers and directors are focusing on that part. But there's different things you can show in that because he's a human, you know? With Superman, if he wants to do it, he can just do it, you know? And he wants, if, if if somebody trapped in a safe, he can just punch through the safe. You know, all these situations, you know, all these things that would be a, a issue for a Spider-Man, or a batman or something like that superman just kind of leaps over there he has all types of powers heat vision he can cool things off with his breath super strength super speed su- he's impervious to damage uh some damage i mean you know everybody knows about the death of superman that comment i mean other than that situation uh The only two weaknesses he has is kryptonite and magic. The hell? The hell? They found they found two weaknesses and they're ridiculous weaknesses. And so so anything that involves Superman I'm just like uh, but you know, it is Batman versus Superman, so I, I enjoyed that part. Uh, I would suggest to go see the movie. I would say go see the movie. I thought it was good. I thought it was actioning. Zack Snyder, the director of this movie, knows how to make fight scenes, all right? He knows how, he knows how to frame and get fight scenes together that looks great. The problem is, is that the rest of the movie just feels disjointed and doesn't really come together as cohesively. But it's still it's still a fun it's still a fun movie, you know. Now is it an Avengers? No, because the Avengers had humor in it. There's only one there's only two real jokes. Well there's only one real joke. There's a moment of levity, I, I think that's a word, in the movie. But I'm not going to count that as a joke. There's only one real joke. And that's kind of sad for a movie of this nature. It was so dark and... and must- it, it just felt so... So Zack Snydery, where the sky's dark and everything's gloomy. It's like, dude, you can't have Superman fighting in the damn dark on what looks like an apocalyptic planet. He needs to be fighting in the daytime. But then... Batman will look weird. So, I, th- I thought the movie was good. If you want to, I think you should check it out. I suggest it. As always, I'm going to suggest Zootopia. And if you haven't seen Cloverfield Lane, check that out. Let's talk about the movies that's coming out April 1st. That's today. Now, if I would suggest any of these movies or buying my album, I would pick buying my album, Harry J. Riley is King Peppersnake. Spend your money on a good deed. And that deed is getting me some hiking boots for this summer. But anyway, April 1st, two, I would say large releases. God's Not Dead too and meet the blacks hey if you're going to if if these are the only two movies playing in your city i would suggest just listening to my album on repeat but if you had to go see any of these movies i'd probably go say go see god's not dead too they had to make a sequel to to reassure you that god's not dead I mean, he's an omnipotent being. So I I don't think death is something that you should prescribe to an almighty deity, but I know what they mean. And they want to make sure you know what it means because they put a two behind God's not dead. So go see that. Don't go see Meet the Blacks. Wait for that shit on DVD. Nobody should be caught in Meet the Blacks. All right. Let's talk about the Billboard Hot 100. Brought to you by Billboard. The top music of the week. The only real changes we see, there's a couple changes, so let's just go over the entire thing, all right? We got Number one, again, work by Rihanna featuring Drake. It's been up there for a while. Number two, I don't even understand why y'all are check like that song. Alright. It's alright, but it's not it's not number one in the country over and over and over again. Good gracious. Number two is Seven Years by Lucas Graham. My daughter likes that song. I do not. Uh, number three is Love Yourself. I like that song. Number four. Is uh, My House by Florida. I don't. I, the first couple times I heard, I was like, yeah. But now when I hear it, I'm like, huh. Number five is Stressed Out, 21 Pilots. Number six is No by Megan Trainor. She, all right. Please don't, please don't think I'm trying to be a negative Nancy with this, all right. But she has a big person's head. And like a tiny person's body, it's like she lost a bunch of weight. And see, here's my theory. Here's my theory on weight loss. There are some people on this planet who are fat. There's just some people on this planet who are fat. All right. And when they lose weight, you can tell that God intended them to be fat because their head did not lose any weight. All right. Look at Al Roker. Look at Al Rocco on NBC. That dude has been, that dude has lost that weight for what? Like 10, 15 years now? Head still as big as the first time he was on that damn show. God did not intend for him to be a bony person. That's why his head's so big. And I feel like that's what Megan, tra- I'm not saying she's ugly. I'm not saying she's unattractive. She's, She's a beautiful woman. I'm not saying I'm just saying every time I see her, like, and they show a video of her and I see her face, I'm like, ooh, she's got like an Adele body. And then when you look down, it's like, what the hell's going on here? Your head, your head says you should be a juicy lady, but then the rest of your body says, nope. CrossFit. Man, I hope y'all don't get the wrong, I hope y'all, I hope nobody gets offended that, you know, by the statements. I'm not saying anything negative about her, I'm just saying some people got big heads. Some people got fat people heads. And you got a fat person head, you should have a fat person body to match. You shouldn't have a bony body and and a fat head. That's probably how strokes happen. Please don't take that as medical advice. I, I have no idea what a big head would do for you. And I've had a big head for years. And number seven, Me, Myself, and I by g Easy and Baby That Woman. I think that's a woman. Uh, number eight is Pillow Talk by Zane. Number nine is Cake by the Ocean by D-N-C-E. And number 10, I Took a Pill in Ibiza, Mike Posner. I don't know what Ibiza is, but it's apparently a place where drug use is not frowned upon. Those are your top 10 songs of the week. Top 10 songs of the week. I should probably have my daughter do a bumper for the music in the movie section because... Having me sing like a like an idiot is not is not inducive to good podcasting. All right, let's talk about a couple of topics that I had on my mind. Um, last night was the final night of Uncle D's Comedy Club in Spokane. It uh, it was a club that was going on for ten years, and it had one of the most successful open mics ever in Spokane. And a lot of people came up there. I watched a lot of people do comedy. I mean, I've, I've probably been on that stage hundreds of times and it's sorely going to be missed. And even though, you know, next week is the beginning of a new era where, um, Spokane Comedy Club starts their open mic. Uncle D will always have a place in my heart because that's where I, I sharpened a lot of my skills. That's where I that's where I got one of my first uh headlining gigs. That's where I recorded this last CD. And Uncle D is, Don Parkins is very much a product of his time. And he wanted a certain product. But I think, I think as the comedy club went on, he realized that not, not everything can stay the same. And he relented on some things. I remember when he first started, uh, booking people, he was like, you got to put on this and you got to do that. And I don't want, I don't want any cursing or anything like that. And I think he relented because the, uh, the brand, the type of comedy he was trying to deliver to people wasn't really the type of comedy that the people necessarily wanted. And And, and, I mean, you've been feeding your family and making money for 20 plus years. You go with what's successful, what worked for you. And what worked for him was what he was trying to put into the club. And he was willing to change it. And I think, you know, that's what kept him around for so long. When other people bailed on Spokane comedy, he kept it up, you know. I mean, people can say a lot about him, but if he didn't exist, there wouldn't have been any comedy here for six, seven years. At least five years, there wouldn't have been any comedy here. And I think now that we have a more upscale club, I think a, I think a lot of people are going to realize just how good they had it at Uncle D. Where the things that you could get away with on that stage, you won't be able to get away with when they're paying somebody three, four grand to be on that stage, and you go up there thinking you can do what you want, and they're like, "Nah, man, we can't, we can't have that. You're not, you're not ready for this." And uh, he's gonna be, he's gonna be missed. And, and I think a lot of people don't, I just think a lot of people don't acknowledge how he shaped Spokane comedy. So that's that. Got my CD coming out. Think that's real. I, I'm so excited about this, man. And I was getting a lot of questions. Some of the, some of the, uh, biggest question the questions that i thought about the most uh people were saying why would you come out with two albums when you know you're not a known comedian you know like i'm not a big name i'm not i'm not one of those comics who who come to your town and plays the improv and and makes a crap ton of money you know i'm not that i'm not that comic uh i'm not at that level yet and uh my answer was, I can't wait for people, you can't wait for people to hand you um, your place in this world. You can't. You can't wait for somebody to say, all right, it's your turn now to be popular or to, to make uh, creative decisions on your career. Now it's your time. And I think and I think a lot of comics think that that's how it works. But that might have worked in the 70s or the 80s or hell, even the 90s. But nowadays, when you have the tools to create, you should use those tools, you know? And I have all this recording equipment. I have all this video equipment. I mean, if you saw this room right now, you would think it was a warehouse for B&H, all right? I got audio equipment and cables over here. I got uh, boxes, some of them which have not even been opened yet with audio stuff. I'm just waiting for a bigger table to set all that shit up. I got lenses over here. I mean, you can't wait for somebody to say, oh, you should be a photographer now or you should be a comedian now. Or you should do your own podcast now, you gotta make those own de- you gotta make those decisions. You know, I'm thirty five years old now, you know, and I've always been so reluctant to do things because I always felt like I don't know I don't know how people I don't know if people want this out of me. what Why should I care what people want? I should do what I feel comfortable with, what I want to do. And if you want to jump along on that on that wagon with me, come on, let's go. But if but if you want to sit there and wait for Conan or wait to get on uh the Tonight Show or have Comedy Central call you, which by the way is not about to happen, then you gotta make your own moves. And that's why I came out. I came up with the first CD mainly because I wanted something to sell. I wanted something to sell. And I had these jokes. So I was like, let me put this hour on, on a CD and sell it to people. And I think it's done really well. You know, I mean, for somebody of my um, level, you know, I think, if I, I think if I was in comedy clubs every night, I would be, you know, I'd be making hundreds of dollars a weekend extra off of the cd you know off of what i sell um i think with the second one i was like well you know my comedy has changed from the first cd and i really want to show people um how i changed as a comedian and how i've been able to craft my stories and craft my jokes and that's what i went out and did but this time i have more of a persona i have more of a product to sell and a creative how, how do how do i say this? i have more of a means of showing my creativity through this now the first time I was just like, I wanna put out some jokes so people can buy something at the shows. Now it's like I wanna I got this whole thing that I wanna give people who want it. And uh at the end of the day, when you when you make these things, there's two things you're trying to accomplish. You wanna be creative, you wanna um partake in a creative endeavor. And you want to sell things to people. You know you're trying to you're trying to you're trying to make a living off of a brand. And this and King Peppersnake kind of fell into my lap, so I decided to run with it. And I couldn't wait for somebody to say, "Oh, that King Peppersnake thing. You should do that, or you should do things with it." I couldn't do that. I had to basically do it on my own, push it out there and see if people want it. If people don't want it, they don't have, you know, it's not being shoved in their face. If they don't want it, they don't have to, uh, they don't have to receive it. You know, that's the thing about create, you know, doing creative type things like photography or, uh, drawing, anything like that is you put it out there. If people don't want it, then they don't want it. But that shouldn't stop you from, that shouldn't stop you from doing it. If that's what you love. And I, and I love, and I love comedy. I love performing comedy. And I love, I, I love putting together the CD. I love going through what jokes I should put on and what jokes I shouldn't. I enjoyed plugging, I even enjoyed plugging everything in and worrying if I recorded everything correctly. All of that, I enjoyed. And and I think people can see the creativity that's, that was put into it, you know? Now, I didn't draw the, I didn't do the drawing or the album artwork or mixing the album that was Glenn Case, I mean a brilliant m- musician I mean just absolutely brilliant um, He has an album the one that ended my career that came out also today and I think you should check that out if you get the chance. Chad Mitchell, another comedian local artist he he did the he did the snake on the cover he drew the pepper snake he basically made the logo. And then Ridiculous Concepts, he usually does um, album art. He does a lot of album artwork and he put together the album artwork, you know? So there's other other, um, creative people helping me with my creative vision. And I hope you guys enjoy the album whenever it comes out in your neck of the woods. It should be out today. I don't know when... uh, The actual servers push it out, but it's out today. Uh, So it could be like at two, I know like with Xbox Live or PlayStation, if you're looking for a new game or something, it'll pop up at two Pacific time. So um, whatever time that is Eastern. Um, So I don't know if that's how it works or if it's a 12, if it's a midnight push out, but it should be out everywhere. So check it out. If you, um, it it should be out in every capacity and you could, you can order it from CD baby or Amazon and get physical copies. But if you want to get one from me personally, I won't have physical copies until at least next week. Uh, just to let you know. Um, I think that's all for this week of uh, the King Peppersnake show. I've given you all that information at the beginning of the show. I feel like when I, I say it twice every show and I feel like I'm just bombarding people with silly information. It's King Peppersnake. Look for it and you'll find find me. Just Google it or bang it. Bang it. <laughs> and you'll find me. I hope everybody enjoys the album and uh give me feedback you know i take every i take everything in, under consideration so please don't um so please don't think that any uh questions or comments you have about the show will go on deaf ears i'll listen to it i mean as long as it's not you dumb son you know just a bunch of curse words and stuff i don't want to nobody wants to listen to that you know but, I, but i'll check out constructive criticism because. You know, I'm not a, I'm not an audio engineer. You know, I know when I listen to the, the podcast, you know, I hear like my, my lips smacking and stuff and I'm pretty far away from the mic. I'm about, I'm almost a foot away from the mic. And when I look at the levels, they come out, you know, looking all right, but you know, it, it's trial and error until I, um, until I get a system down. So if you got any questions or or ways of, that I can make the podcast better, I'll listen to them, you know. If you want to catch me performing, I only have a couple shows in the area, um, in the Spokane area, this month. I'll be hosting the Spokane Comedy Club for Andy Woodall April 7th. Then April 8th, I'll be in Quarter for at the Quarter d'Alene Resort for the St. Venice charity out there. Hopefully I have CDs then so I can um sell some for charity. And then uh Yeah, that's about it in the local area. So come check me out, man. Until then, bye-bye. <laughs> Thanks for checking out the King Peppersnake Show. Please visit us on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, keep your feet wet and your socks dry. Bye.